Hello, and welcome to another installment of On Deck, presented by Deep Dive Sports. I'm your host, Greg. I'm joined today, as always, by Dominic. Thanks for having me on. So with the regular season over, we're going to talk a little bit more about the postseason, some crazy little things that have happened over the course of these last week and a half or so in the playoffs. We're going to really actually discuss now with, with it kind of down to the last four, did our postseason World Series fix change? Obviously, they did for both of us, so we're going to kind of move forward <laughs> with that and see what we're thinking now that the last Final Four are set. And then we're going to go into our normal one fact about baseball. So to start this episode off, in the Red Sox-Yankees game that was the wild card play-in, uh, I was watching the game and there was an interesting fact that I didn't know. And so um, one of the Red Sox players stole second base, um, or was tagging up, I'm sorry, he was tagging up to second base after a pop fly to second, or pop fly out to the outfield. And when he got to second, the the tag was made so he had to go back to first but he they did not know if he had retouched the base on the way back so i thought well i didn't know that that was an actual thing i thought if you just touch it and then whatever the so but you have to retouch the bag before you go back so i had to look this up and this is in rule eight section two touching and occupying and returning to the base and it is Mark five, so eight dash two dash five. If a runner who misses any base, including home plate, or leaves a base too early, desires to return to touch the base, he must do so immediately. If the ball becomes dead and the runner is on or beyond a securing base, he cannot return to the missed base and therefore is subject to being declared out upon proper and successful appeal. So they could have thrown the ball two second if he had not touched it and he would have can be considered out at second because that was the last base that he occupied, and he didn't re-tag the back. So what was your thoughts on that? Um, at first, I was really confused because I had no idea that that was a rule. I thought, you know, we were always taught playing baseball as kids. You just tag up, and then you're fine. I had no idea that you had to retouch the base. and I don't know. I, I thought the rule was pretty confusing. I had no idea that it even existed. Yeah, because it stopped play for about five minutes, and I was like, I just didn't thought you could touch it, and then oh, then go back, but you have to retag the bag. So it was really interesting. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, honestly. I don't know why you need to go back and retouch the base. Yeah, and there's a whole section of, like I said, you know, rule eight, section two. Um, it goes pretty in depth. Uh, if you ever get a chance to read the the uh, major league baseball rule book, it's it's a pretty interesting one. So moving on to our second part of what craziness has happened is that this ground rule double, if you want to call it, I, I don't even know, uh, <laughs> was beyond me. You had, uh, what is it, Kiermeyers, um hit a rocket shot out to center field, and the ball hit the dirt, then bounced off of Hunter Renfro and went out of bounds. Even the, the announcers had no idea of what, Everybody said that I, I've never, that's never been a thing. I don't know what this is. I don't know what to call this and what, how it would be called. And a few people were like, well, it's got to be a ground rule double because it went out, but it's like, but it didn't go, it went out on the touch of the, you know, Hunter Renfro, the, the, the Red Sox player. And so this all comes down to intent and his intent was not to get the ball out of bounds. So the, the rule is that any bounding fair ball is, deflected by the fielder into the stands or 
over or under a fence on fair or foul territory, in which case the batter and all runners shall be entitled to advance two bases. So if he would have deflected it out like through his glove trying to swat at the ball or something like that, then that would be considered something different. But because the ball cascaded off the ground and bounced off of him and then out into the uh, Red Sox bullpen, that would be considered a ground. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, I thought it, I thought the call made sense. It, you definitely don't see it every day. When when I was watching the replays of it, it made sense to call it a ground rule double, at least in my head, because the ball was fair first, and then like you said, he didn't intentionally, you know, knock the ball into the stands. He just kind of just kind of hit off them and it went out. So, you know, anytime there's a live ball that hits the ground or hits an object or anything and it goes into the stands, to me it makes sense to call that a ground rule double. I mean, we've seen, I forgot, um, was it Jose Canseco? The ball hit off his head and went over the wall and they call it a home run. Yeah, yeah. And that so, was I, mean, I was I just going to bring that up. Yeah. So, I mean, there's been similar situations. It's oh, never really seen it uh, call for a ground rule double, though. And like you said, it was all a matter of intent. So that was just an interesting aspect that had never happened. You know, it was heartbreaking for the Rays because that could have been a complete you know, they could have scored on that play because the runner was from at second, I believe. Um, yep. I don't know if it was Nelson Cruz, or, but he was at second, and then that would have got him home. Or, you know, he was at first, so it got him to third, and then, then the Red Sox got him, you know, the rest of the players out, so the inning. So that was definitely a, a killer of, of the potential going forward. So moving on to our third topic. Something happened last night that has never happened before in Major League Baseball postseason history. Two players hit a grand slam in the same postseason game. And it wasn't just, you know, first innings, ninth inning type of heroics type of craziness. These grand slams happened in the first and second inning. So you had J.D. Martinez, the bottom of the first, bases loaded, hit a grand slam to the center field and just blew it. Blew it open, and if you saw it come off his bat, it wasn't really sure that it was going to get out of the park. I I thought for sure that it was just going to be you know a sacrifice sacrifice fly type of situation, and we get you know, one runner home. But it it just it went out, and it was that grand slam. And then that next inning, Rafael Devers, same thing, bases loaded. I think there was only one out in his particular at bat. I think there was two outs in J D. Martinez's bat. And same thing with Rafi Devers, bases loaded. And this one was a hooking left one. It could have, you know, if the breeze was blown a little bit differently, it would have been a foul ball. But it hooked and went right around the, the, the foul pole. They called it a, a home run, so it was another grand slam. Two grand slams in one postseason game. Never happened before, ever. Absolutely amazing. I mean, just the, the odds of it happening are astronomical. You know, grand slams themselves are pretty rare, let alone let alone two in one game. I mean, that that's that's a huge momentum swing for the for the Red Sox. Not only for that game, but I think I think it could be something that carries with them for the rest of the series. You know, that's it's it, it's historic. You're probably never going to see it again, honestly. Yeah, I mean, not not normal. Like I said, when I when I you know you, you think of these things, oh, oh that's well, no, he's not going to do anything. Like, oh, look, I got the bases loaded again. Okay, well, we'll you know, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can get something out of this, you know. And just to have it to have it twice is, is yeah beyond amazing to watch you know, to be able to watch it in our lifetimes. Like you said, it is just something that's super special. 
I won't see it again for a long time. Well, with that being said, with our luck, it's going to happen again tomorrow night. <laughs> so our fourth and final topic for this week is what is up with all these walk-offs in these postseason games? How many walk-offs have we had? Like six? It seems like, it seems like almost every game is, you know, ending in a walk-off at this point. Most of you want to say, you know, they get ahead a little bit in the you know later innings, and so it's just pretty secured up by the end. But we had Red Sox walked off the Rays, Braves walked off uh, the Dodgers. You know, even when the Dodgers and, and Giants played, there was a couple walk offs in that game, those series. So it's just it was just Braves yeah. walked off the Brewers. Like I, I was just blown away by how many of these close inning games, you know, and especially these West Coast games where people you'd have to stay up to like almost one thirty in the morning to be able to catch the end of the games. Right. I mean, I don't know if it's more of a fact of really clutch hitting or is it just the pitchers choking? You know, it's, it's got to be a combination of both. Because, I mean, we saw quite a bit of walk-offs during the regular season, but not at this rate. So I don't I don't think the players or the, the batters all of a sudden get, you know, a lot more clutch than they were in the regular season. I don't know, maybe just the, the pressure of the moment just getting in the pitchers' heads. And moving on, as we always do, we will make our World Series picks. Before with these other episodes, it was a little bit different, and we had a lot bigger of a, a playing field to go off to go off of and to pick from. But as these postseason has progressed, we are actually down to the final four. So you've got the LA Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves in the National League NLCS, and then you have the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros in the ALCS American League. So, Dominic, have your picks changed since you last decided? So, um, if you go off of the the picks that we did last episode, neither of the teams that I picked are still in it. But if you go back to, I think, it, the, the first World Series prediction I did, I think I said it was going to be the Dodgers and Astros in a rematch of the 2017 World Series. So, I have that going for my, my original prediction still is in play but my most recent one is completely wrong <laughs> going into the to the league championship series i would have had the favor of the astros taking it but i don't know i just feel like last night's game was such like a, a momentous event for the for the red sox i think going back to fenway i i think this could be i think this could be their series so i'm going to go with i'm going to go with dodgers and red sox so a rematch of what, 2018? 2018, 2018. So obviously this, I'm in the same boat as you. The My picks for before, none, neither of the teams are in, and they were slept, swept in the first round. It's completely just like, okay, there goes everything. I've, I've been talking about this entire time. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing's going right. But I'm, I'm super stoked that obviously the Red Sox are doing as good as they are. And like you said, last night's game was definitely a momentum shift. And tanking one in Houston was huge for Boston. Because mm-hmm. if you're going back to Boston, even though they've got three straight games in Boston, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you were to have gone into Boston down to, it's a lot harder to climb out of that hole and, and then go back to Houston. But being tied 1-1, going to Fenway, we've seen what the, the heroics have been in Fenway for the Red Sox. So, so I'm definitely seeing that momentum has gone that way. And my Red Sox are my American League pick. For the National League pick, I'm still going to stick anti-Dodger, anti-Giants, you know, the way I was going a little bit because I want to stick with, I think the Braves, Freddie Freeman was just amazing last night. 
I think that what I said before is going to be true. I know it's only been two games, but the Giants and the Dodgers beat them each other up so much that no matter who won that the series, they'd be running on fumes, running into yeah. the other and whoever's they were going to play in the National League. So I think with that being said, I think that I don't. It might be seven games, six max, but I think it's going to be Red Sox. And Braves, I think the Red Sox are going to take. I'm still amazed at the fact that how good the Braves are doing without Ronald Acuna Jr. Like before he got injured, they were what third, third or fourth in the division, and they were looking like a team that was heading for the cellar. And he gets injured. They bring in Jack Peterson. Um, they brought in Eddie Rosario, and I forgot who else they brought in. I know they they made another trade, and they've just been playing amazing baseball. You would think when you lose one of the best players in the game, your team would take a step back, not get better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and just imagine if he was in what oh, what they'd yeah. be doing with that. Yeah, it was like I remember when we talked about his injury. You know that she said was way back in June mm-hmm. when that happened, and and just to be able to have this, you know, I, I guarantee he's sitting sitting along with them. You know, just rooting them on, and it's just amazing yeah. to see that that type of comeback. Well, that so, being said, I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, do they make those trades? I don't think they would have made those trades if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I mean, in, he'll get a ring regardless of the outcome. If if it comes down to the you know the Braves, he'll he'll get a ring out of it because I think all you really have to do is play like one game or something like that and, and to be qualified. And I think the qualifications mm-hmm. can be stretched a little bit. There's a there's a couple different you know I've seen guys that they only played for like like an inning before and they were since they were on the roster and they you know started a game. It's considered you know, part of the team and you get the ring. So be interesting yeah. to see. So normally at this point in the time, we would do our standings rundown, but instead I'm going to do a postseason rundown if you were not aware. So we'll start with the American League. So the Boston Red Sox went up against the New York Yankees in American League wild card. Red Sox ended up beating them by a score of six to four and moving on to play the Tampa Bay Rays for the ALDS. White Sox from Chicago and the Houston Astros were the second ALDS. The Houston Astros ended up winning that series 3-1, to one, as well as the Red Sox beat the Bay Rays. Some very amazing games, some walk-offs that we talked about from that. And they are now playing the Houston Astros in the ALCS, which the series is tied 1-1 in the Fenway. <laughs> Moving on from the National League, the Los Angeles Dodgers played St. Louis Cardinals for the wild card. And it's crazy to think that a 105 win team would, would actually have to play in a wild card game. It just yeah. blew my mind <laughs> that that was something, that was a thing. But they ended up playing the Giants, the AL, or NLDS, I'm sorry. And that was definitely what everybody came to watch. It literally came down to, you know, Max Scherzer coming in in the bottom of the ninth to mm-hmm. pitch what was now his his first ever save appearance he, i think he had a relief appearance early but this is his first save qualifying appearance so that was really cool to watch and, and obviously he was uh, very happy because he uh stripped off his shirt after that win uh it was <laughs> very very amusing and then in the other side of the nlds it was the atlanta braves and then the Milwaukee Bluer, brewers sorry no walkie brewers and I honestly, that's the one of the team that I thought the Brewers were going to. I just loved the fact that they were just stacked with talent. Pitching was so solid, you know, one, two, and three. Uh, then just to see the Braves take them down, 
three to one was just really, really shocking. I think that everybody's going to be pretty amazed to see what happens. They series, uh, Atlanta leads the series one to nothing uh, over the Braves. They had a, uh, over the Dodgers. I'm sorry, they had that walk off last night, and so they play tonight. If that series is tied or Atlanta to nothing. So moving on to our final segment, the one factor baseball. This was a pretty interesting fact, um, something that I really didn't know. But established in 1877, Labatt Park in London, Ontario, Canada, is technically the oldest baseball field in the world. You definitely, I definitely would have thought it would have been, you know, somewhere in, you know, the Northeast, not Canada. <laughs> yeah, as far back as baseball goes, and you think that how it was played, that it would. It would be something American, but London, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want as it's, it's still standing. Obviously, then I wonder what it looks like now. I'd have to. If you guys get a chance, Google that 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 park and see what what it still looks like. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, well, my one fact about baseball is that did you know that in 1992 baseball became an official Olympic sport. However, baseball's first appearance in the Olympics was in the 1904 Summer Olympics. We've had some great Olympic teams, you know, come out and win. Japan has put some great ones out there. Puerto Rico, we've had some some amazing moments in baseball. And maybe we'll have a topic for next time. Well, that wraps up another edition of On Deck presented by Deep Dive Sports. My name is Greg. We're here with Dominic. Until next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.